0: Seven days to play. Welcome to 7 Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. I am Sam. And I'm Edwin. Each week we challenge one another to play a new mobile game, and this week is no different. I chose
1: Sonic Racing. Team Sonic Racing. Ah, well I hate to be that guy, mm. but well actually, the original game on a real console is called Team Sonic Racing. Ah. The simplified iOS version is called Sonic Racing. Hmm. But I understand your confusion, because I mean, why would you change your name? I think because maybe on the console there's more multiplayer options. Maybe.
0: Whereas here, less so. Right. I think there are a few Sonic Racing games on the console that are available. I think I mentioned one previously. Well, yeah, the Transformers crossover the one. Transformed seems to be the more popular one. Uh, maybe even the latest one that was on console that people actually liked. <laughs> um, so. You mean Team Sonic Racing? <laughs>
1: Sonic Racing is a 2019 game developed by Hardlight Studios, mm. uh, who are a British British game studio based in Limington
0: Spa, Warwickshire. Wow. Yeah. Those are those two are those two <laughs> cities or is that one city? One city, one county. I see. Limington Spa town, Warwickshire. Is that where lemmings county. go to relax?
1: lemmington yeah I, if this, if this was written down this would be very confusing to americans like how to pronounce any of these words i mean spa that you probably get that but right yeah um spies spelled the same way Spa is spelled the same way, right? <laughs> spa this is <laughs> the same way yes lemmington spa in warwickshire you said yes 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 hmm. kind of uh northwest i see
0: anyway <laughs> and that concludes your british geography lesson for today uh if you're familiar with games like mario kart yep yeah there you have it (laughs) except you know copy and replace all characters with sonic world characters now sam yes how many of these characters do you recognize uh at least five okay yeah i mean your basic all the sonic ones are there like sonic tails yes knuckles yes uh amy who i think is the female
1: okay yeah this is where i get a
0: little hazy and then Dr. Robotnik is, I think, also there in the mix, mm. if I saw it. Or in Japan, also known as Eggman. <laughs> That's pretty good. Is your background in Sonic um, well versed? Yeah. No. No. What? I think not everyone, I mean, I would say Sonic to me isn't really that much of an exciting world. Like with Mario and stuff, there seems to be some sort of interesting back lore, or you know, like at least. Are they plumbers? The characters are lovable enough for you to care. I've never felt the affinity with Sonic characters for some reason. Like the the characters are always so like, oh, I'm edgy, like yeah, I'm badass, you know. And it just wasn't the right flavor for me. Like, I see that. Right, like maybe Tails was like the the only one that was kind of sweet and adorable that I maybe tried to know at one point, but even then, like everyone else is just so mean and like cool and badass and I don't know, never fell in love with that that world. That aesthetic. Yeah, I can see that. I think um
1: I was also more of a Nintendo kid growing up. Yeah, like most of my friends had Nintendo's rather than like the Mega Drive. Yeah. So the opportunity for playing Sonic. I don't know, it's pretty cool like when he does the spin and you go around the loop the loops collecting the coins.
0: It's kind of cool. It's cool. No, I think I think Sonic is uh, when it first came out. It was it was an amazing game. Like I felt the speed, right? Like the 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 way that the screen moved around was amazing for its time. Also, like the graphic design for the first Sonic game was unbelievably cool. It had like those you know uh, what do you call it? Those geometric shapes all on screen and like a nice eighties type or like nineties type pattern. You know, with those circles and the squares overlapping each other. Um, Yeah, so that felt really cool. But outside of that, you know, to tell you the truth, like, I really don't like Sonic games. Like, I'd like it for, like, yeah. maybe the first five minutes or so. Have
1: you tried many since? Because I don't think I've actually played any since Sonic 1, to right. be perfectly honest. I think, I think every something? time I've tried yeah.
0: it, I like the idea of it. But then every time I actually played it, I was like, oh, mm, ah, Which mm. is the sound Dr. Robotnik actually makes. <laughs> When he's making his Eggman.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So this is Mario Kart, really. I don't think we can really get around it. It's essentially ported. It's a kart racing game. It's a kart racing game. Got your power-ups.
0: Got your power-ups. Got your shooting
1: thingies. Yeah, I think they tried, at least in the console version of this, to try and make it more about teamwork, which is why Team Sonic Racing, like it doesn't actually matter so much about your individual placement. It's like sharing power-ups with teams and like who needs what, and like, does this person need this power-up, and sort of sharing stuff there. Which I kind of like that idea, mm-hmm. but that is not in this game as far as I can tell.
0: That, that seems to be in this game. Like if you go, if you play some levels, you can tell the difference whether or not it's someone in your team that's leading versus that's like a rival team. So yeah. there is that aspect of, it makes it slightly easier. You don't necessarily always need to get first place as long as you can help support your other Teammates, your virtual teammates, uh, to win. And but it's never clear really how to share
1: power ups. I don't think that's. Can you pass a power up to a? I don't don't think so. Yeah, it's more
0: like using your power ups effectively. Uh, And I think whatever power ups you do use, like there's one that blocks your way. It's sort of like the banana in Mario Kart in this world. It like Uh, it lays a block. The blue cube. The blue cube behind you, which they just announce cube whenever you get it. (laughs) and you're like what is a cube what is don't ask questions (laughs) cube also we should say we should use the right
1: terminology because sam they are not they are not power-ups no 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 they are wisps oh that's
0: right whisp
1: which is wispy wisps which is incredibly confusing it is very confusing on the onboarding because they don't actually right they're probably forbidden for using the word power-up that's probably copyrighted by nintendo i don't know like i was like what the heck is this Wisp. What is a wisp? What's a wisp? <laughs> it's I mean cute. a whisper is my favorite UK candy bar. <laughs> I know, next time you're in the UK, try a whisper.
0: Okay. Whisper gold for preference. Mm. Whisper is something completely different in the US. Uh, this is with an A. W-I-S-P-A. Oh, I see. Makes <laughs> oh, it really, what was I saying? <laughs> <laughs> makes it really hard with the British accent. Whisper. How do you say how do you say Whisper then? <laughs> whisper. <laughs> What's I, don't the, I don't see the confusion <laughs> yeah. here. See, so yeah, whisper is, a you know, it's a feminine product in the U S and in parts oh. of Asia. Yeah. Mm. Right. Don't want to confuse those. Two. Don't want to confuse them. We're like, you got to try this whisper gold. <laughs> I mean, it does
1: actually add an extra layer, uh, but it's <laughs> caramel. I mean, <laughs> caramel, not absorbent at all. Okay. Back to Sonic racing. Um, Sam, how did
0: you, how did you get on? Uh, not very well to tell you the truth. I felt like while it was visually stunning, um, made my phone very hot. (laughs) Uh, overall, like I really didn't have that much of a good time with it, mainly because there's some like really awkward tutorial things in the beginning that left me scratching my head. Um, but outside of that, like there was some like weird offline versus online thing that also got me stuck initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then after that, uh, I found the racing on the controls, like the, the default set of controls was really awkward. Meaning if you tapped on the left side, it immediately steered maximum to the left. And if you tapped on the right side, it immediately steered you maximum to the right. And so even when I changed it to like more of a thumb position sort of thing, it just didn't feel right for me mm-hmm. to really enjoy it. Uh, so overall, like not not too. I, I, I didn't do well with this game. There's a bunch of modes.
1: So there? there's the uh, practice mode, a friendly mode, right, and then race. Race. I think race is the one where, in theory, you're playing against someone
0: else. Sam, do you think you were playing against someone else? Uh, I have a real human. That is, I have a real no human idea. boy. I don't. Okay. Yeah, it's one of those things where I never know. Right, Like when I was racing online with other people, it gave me like this marker, like my Wi-Fi connection on the train is not the most reliable. It gave me this thing of like, oh, your Wi-Fi connection is very weak. And so I don't know if that allowed me to actually race with a person because the person was actually doing horribly. I don't know if that's just because like we got disconnected and-
1: Or maybe you're really good at this game. You don't know.
0: (laughs) Right. Uh but yeah, like overall I'm not 100 percent sure. How about you?
1: I think it was a real person. Mm. I think. Just because they were actually quite good mm. or in general, because I played well, spoiler alert, I played sort of maybe five or six games, Reese's. Um and they seemed pretty competent. Right. Or I was very incompetent. Um so I thought yeah, they could be real. Um so we should say so I think the first thing I got confused about, well, there's many things I was confused about, but the first, the main thing is you seem to just play the same track over and over again. Right, I was never sure about that as which well. Which seemed confusing to me. I thought there. I imagine, I think you kind of need to get a certain number of coins and that unlocks future things but that was never quite clear to me like how to change the track or when that actually happens. Because mm. I feel like I played a reasonable amount, mm. you know, maybe like five or six times.
0: And I was just playing the same track over and over again. And it wasn't clear the why. Yeah. Um, I also got this feeling of like, the tutorial for me was, it it was like this strange combination of like, hey, we're guiding you through, but you have no other choice. (laughs) Right? (laughs) And uh, like one of the big things that I noted was, so after like your initial race, it starts you off with a race. You're racing, yay, let's get on with the race. Yep. And after that, it asks you to select your team leader. Yep. And then you select a character, uh, and the only option is to just proceed forward as that selection as your team leader. So... I might have been interested in looking at the information of those three characters that you have a choice from in order to make them a team captain because I feel like, oh, maybe they play differently. They Maybe they have different abilities that you know you can do things with. And so I selected Knuckles just to see the view information and it didn't allow me to deselect Knuckles as my team captain. And I had to just proceed forward. It was sort of like a hard thing of like, okay, now click yes, use as team captain to proceed forward.
1: Right, to have a strange... They have like a swap. Yeah, it is is confusing. I think also to begin with, you can't really change your team that much.
0: Right. So it was this really strange thing of locking me into something where it's supposed to provide me a little bit more information. Even with like the first race, I was like, oh, I kind of want to like check out what the different options are. And it's like, no, click race. No, click race right now. Do it. (laughs) (laughs) And that was a little... Yeah, it was, it was strange. Like, uh, the way that it made me click through, it felt very much like a free-to-play. Uh, yeah. A free-to-play yeah. game, which I think in that aspect, um, I'll talk about later, because I felt like a lot of that was conflicting my enjoyment of the game.
1: Yeah. We should talk a little bit more about the whisps. Hmm. Um, so, unlike Mario Kart, which you just get random power-ups, I think the system, and I don't know if you delved into this at all, but I think the system is you unlock wisps right and then you can almost like set your armory up Mm -hmm. so that then you kind of get a choice of whichever five you've selected versus just being completely random right i think 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 of
0: this as uh if you play games like clash royale right you're improving your arsenal from the ground up so if you like using a certain wisp i think one of them is eagle or (laughs) something like that crimson eagle uh, which shoots an eagle out for you. It's very indicative of the name. <laughs> um,
1: well, yeah, so, rare, and I can tell you, it homes in on an opponent ahead and explodes on impact. Upgrade to increase damage for increased chance
0: of multiple crimson eagles. So it's like the red turtle shell in Mario Kart. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and if you get that, initially, after you're done with like tutorials, you can choose one uh, power-up that you want to sort of level up on. And this is where I think like the microtransaction stuff comes into play, is that you eventually want to level up these things so it works more powerful uh, whenever you race with them. Yeah. And even that, like, I kind of wanted to view the information on the power-ups, on my possible power-ups, before I selected the one to level up. But even then, like, I, kinda, I clicked on it, and it didn't allow me to unclick it to look at the other ones that I had a choice to improve on. And so I just had to like brute force power through, update uh-huh. this like, weird tentacle thing that I was just interested in looking at, that i had no intention of actually improving
1: you mean them, weird tentacles <laughs>
0: <laughs> um how many silver cups do you have
1: which is i think on the race screen
0: the race screen silver
1: cups next to your name uh i have 30 gold cups oh i'm sorry gold cup <laughs> 30 30 gold cups uh 96 oh wow <laughs> okay oh, see. i did so i tried i did try um we could have we could have played a friendly race, actually. That would have been something we could have done.
0: Really? Are we yeah. friends, though? Oh, we can do it by code. That's pretty cool. You can create a room or enter yeah. or Nice.
1: Friendly, which I think is the wrong term.
0: It's a friendly race. Yeah. He's like, well, <laughs> yes, I see
1: why it's a friendly race, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, maybe you don't earn silver cups. Why do you keep saying silver? What, you maybe you don't all earn gold
0: cups from it? I don't know. I don't know. There are lots of questions here. I feel like... And not many answers. Yeah. So the general feeling that I got from this game is that while it is an Apple Arcade game, this was initially (laughs) made for it not to be on the Apple Arcade.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I get that feeling too.
0: Yeah. So, you know, there are lots of stuff that seems to work with microtransactions, lots of unlocking. And I kind of questioned how they got this through Apple Arcade because it seems like a lot of these things sort of break the principle of Apple Arcade, right?
1: Um, I don't know.
0: I think... Are microtransactions still allowed?
1: Well, there is no such... I mean, you you can't pay any more money for this, is my understanding. Uh, you just need to win races to earn gold cups to buy mm. um, a yellow drill, for example. <laughs> I don't quite know what that does. <laughs> well, but it's super rare, so it must be important. I see. Or do an orange rocket. But yeah, I yes, I could have seen... This totally fitting into the mold of a, of a um, yeah, the microtransaction the mic- of games, the old Yeah, microtransactions.
0: Yep, I see. Anyway. Mm. Okay.
1: Shall we get to the three x threes? Let's get to the three by threes. Uh, Sounds like we're running out of fuel for this <laughs> for this game. <laughs> uh, if you are looking for a pretty decent cart racing game. And you already have Apple Arcade? I would say check it out. Yeah. Like It's pretty slick. The graphics are great. Music is fun. Kind of what you expect from Sonic. Um, controls, decent enough, I think. I mean, it's good you have that flexibility to sort of change the, um, change the sensitivity and things, but you know what? It's a decent, decent racer.
0: Yeah. I feel like if you're in... If you like Sega games, right, and Sega definitely has that feel... Eagle. And you like the feeling of Daytona games? Or like, you know, like. Daytona! That- <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, they just use the same, theme, same little theme song.
1: No, Daytona, Daytona is more
0: like Daytona!
1: Okay, and right. then Sega?
0: It's Sega!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Pretty similar, I'm gonna <laughs> say. Wow, I never realized until
0: this day. Hmm. So, yeah, if you like that really colorful vibe with nice, fresh music lively atmosphere, feels fun, and like an arcade. Um, this definitely has it in Aces, right? You get that nice Sega vibe. Um, so if you're into that, definitely check it out. And if you have Apple Arcade, I think the production in terms of the graphics and sound, like you said, is absolutely amazing. And uh, yeah, like outside of the, the finicky controls, if you can find a control scheme that matches the way that you play um this is a pretty solid kart racing game like you know you have like the the slide drift and then it allows you if you keep Mm. drifting it allows you to boost um yeah this was the first game where i felt like i was actually in control of that
1: because here you get like a i don't love the graphics of this but you get like a sort of a ghost steering wheel overlaid on the bottom of the screen and when it turns pink you get the boost yeah and i think mario kart does the same thing or rather the mechanic is there like if you slide for the right amount of time you can then get a little speed boost Mm -hmm.
0: but i couldn't tell you when or where i can do that yeah as a one-to-one kart racing game i'd actually recommend this over mario kart world tour uh Mm. it does feel more of a kart racing game to like its full potential
1: yeah, agreed. Um, I mean, just on that about the controls, there are a lot of settings. Definitely mm-hmm. check out the settings menu. For example, switch to portrait mode. Boom. Whoa! Is right there? there. Yep. Yeah, you can change where your whisp button position is. Change your steering sensitivity and like a bunch of different stuff. As you say, like a thumb wheel or like the fixed for steering options. Um, definitely worth playing around with some of the controls um, because yeah, it's great. It kind of gives you. Whole bunch of customizability.
0: Change orientation to portrait. I'm definitely doing that. There we go. Holy cow. All oh, right. Well,
1: we may have to come back next week to see a revised seven day racing now. Wow, that is in portrait mode.
0: So much better. <laughs> Even the me- look at that. Boom. It looks so much better. <laughs> you can actually read the items that are on the menu. <laughs> <laughs> they are bizarrely small in, port- in landscape mode, yes. <laughs> okay. Ah, well, this changes things. (laughs) It does, but too late for that. Too late. Too late. On to the bad points. To the bad points. Um, The tutorials was strangely awkward. I just felt like I ran into a lot of roadblocks, a lot of unexpected behavior. Um, If you want to get going on a game, Mm -hmm. you have to sort of fight through the tutorials, but you have to make wise decisions. Don't be clicking around on stuff that you might be just you know, curious about pick on the stuff that you definitely want to choose. Cause those will sort of be hard set at least for the initial few matches.
1: Yeah. Um, agreed. I think for a racing game, like get me to the racing. You can explain all the power-ups and all the rest of it kind of later. I was like, get me to the, give me to the fun part. Give me, um,
0: give me them games. Give
1: me the games. And, uh, explain what a wisp is, <laughs> <Right>. please. <laughs> I had to just go search the internet. Wow! Or yeah. I was only reading, doing some, you know, uh, background reading on the game. I was like, "Oh, oh okay." A wisp is just a power up, but for some reason, that connection was never made. Like I, like there's stuff flashing on the screen that you, is like, "Oh, a power up," but I never made the connection between that and then this wisps button mm. on the uh, on like the main menu.
0: Yeah, it could, I w- calling it a wisp and not actually explaining what it does, especially all the different items that you have. There's no like. Hey, you got this item that you can use it for this is never explained in any way
1: It's not a good name either. Wisp sounds sort of like fragile and right. ephemeral, which I guess they are kind of ephemeral, but um I'm going to think of a better name in these next five seconds. Item <laughs> um blaster blast blast hog <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> um. Igor, <laughs> No. Widget. Yes, yes, I like widgets. What about um, Super Widget?
0: <laughs> <laughs> You're saying anything other than Wisp is a pretty good choice. <laughs>
1: right. Any of those. So yeah, you can have those for free.
0: Next uh, bad point. Um, the initial set of controls was really awkward. Like, I get why they might have opted to set that as a default controls where if you tap left and tap right but it's not really inducive to you learning about the gradual sliding and drifting, which is key in sort of this kart racing game. Uh, It sort of always hits you against the wall, right? (laughs) Right It does. I always do that a lot. Yeah. So, you know, change the controls if you can, Um, but outside of that, because it does have a lot of control options, you'll just have to play around with it.
1: I felt like I wasn't getting any better at the game. Mm. Maybe I got matched with Really great, really great opponents. But uh, yeah, I felt a little bit frustrated that I was losing mm. and I wasn't seeming to get better. But that's maybe just uh,
0: a failing of my own part. Interesting. Um, my last bad point is uh, this game does kind of feel like it was retrofitted to not have microtransaction after all the microtransaction hooks were in place to try and get it into Apple Arcade. So yeah. it feels very microtransaction y. Although I haven't actually played it enough for me to see how that micro tracks actually plans uh, pans out throughout the game, um, but don't let that be a barrier. I guess. It just kind of feels like it maybe maybe it's not after all, but I'm not sure.
1: yeah, um, I was a little bit confused. I think like this is a minor quibble that you would get some um, like notification icons or little no- notification badges mm. above like wisps or team. And I'd click on it, and I wouldn't see what the action is that I would need
0: to take. Because you've got to clear that out. It,
1: well, yeah, of course i got to clear my badges. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't understand. Uh, I couldn't, it wasn't immediately obvious what, what action I could do to clear this badge. I see. Or what was requiring me to tap to level up. But.
0: I mean, you're so familiar with PUBG Mobile that has <laughs> 500 notification badges every time you log in. Uh, but they are good about clearing it up after you've seen everything. <laughs> uh, they, yep, they have added more modes as well since we last talked. <laughs> Sam, what is your final seven day rating for Sonic Racing? Three days out of seven. Uh give it a good whirl in the beginning. Tried out the wisps. Didn't realize there was a portrait mode. I think I did if I did find out that there was a portrait mode, I probably would have played it more. I probably missed it because the writing in the settings screen was so small. Oh, right. Yeah. And it's not <laughs> didn't seem like an evident button, right? It's like a long line of text and then a little blip at the end. A wisp. A wisp at the end. Um but yeah three days i'm gonna give it a four Mm. i enjoyed it a little bit uh
1: i felt like i did not get better at the game at the rate i was expecting um so i will try some different uh steering touch controls yeah um because i was finding myself just slamming into a wall quite a lot all the time yeah even with the
0: the gradual thumb shifting
1: yeah i mean it's not dissimilar for my usual driving style (laughs)
0: i'm trying to win win races here Well, thank you for that recommendation, suggestion. selection, <laughs> suggestion. Yes. Uh, I think I will try a little bit more of it um, now that I found out that it's in portrait mode. Mm. It does make it a lot easier.
1: Perhaps we can uh, try the friendly race. Mm. Are we friends though? Perhaps we can try the colleagues race. <laughs> we can try
0: the two people in the same room race. Okay. Edwin, you have selected, suggested that game. Now it not, falls to me to select and suggest another game this is what i'm this is what i'm going to use from now on this is i'm a- going to use both words wait <laughs> edwin you have the next seven days to play sticky terms ew by philip stolenmeyer oh this is a name that sounds familiar to me this is a name that sounds familiar it is uh we've reviewed previous games of his such as uh the throwing the cowl Right, no, the flipping the the gymnast. one where you swoop the swoop.
1: Yep, uh, <laughs> everyone knows exactly what I mean. He didn't do
0: burger, did he? He did burger. Oh, he did burger. He did burger, but we didn't review that in this uh, in our show. No, that was a, a craze that swept the office for it, uh, for a hot minute back in the day. It.
1: Vertical, vertical. There you go. See cow. Yeah. Was, yeah, okay, I'm going to give myself a uh, five out of ten for that.
0: So we played vertical previously by Philip Um He has made a lot of games since then. Uh, His latest game is called Sticky Terms. Let me read you the tagline for Sticky Terms.
1: These two. I love that the name gives nothing away. I couldn't even begin to guess what this game is.
0: (laughs) Sticky Terms, a game of untranslatable words. (laughs) Okay, okay. We're going back to the word game well. We are going back to the word game. Uh, However, this is a little different. This is not where you construct a word with uh, the letters. It's a word where you construct the word with the shapes of the letters. Oh, is that what graphical design people called glyphs? Yes. (laughs) But like parts of the glyphs. So like the top top part of the T would be separated from the the staff of the T. And you have to try and connect this different parts of it, like a puzzle piece, in order to come up with a term that you are unfamiliar with. Hmm, all right. I am intrigued. So, Edwin, you have seven days to play. Sticky terms. Before we go, it's time for things of the week. I do have a thing of the week. Uh, I've recently finished watching Cheer mm. on Netflix. Have you heard of this? Oh, it's the bartending competition. It the is. reality show. Uh, officiated by Ted Danson with a towel over his shoulder and cleaning a glass with said towel. And Tom Cruise comes in
1: <laughs> from the 80s. Um, no, I have actually heard of this. Um, it has been getting some favorable
0: reviews on some of the podcasts that I listen to. Mm. Oh, interesting. I would like to hear those favorable podcasts. Oh, I oh, can share them with reviews. you.
1: Yes. Yes, Reconcilable Differences was one that they they talked about it. I can share that
0: links in the show notes. So Cheer is a documentary about a school in Texas in a little town of Corsicana, Texas, where they have this amazing cheerleading program uh, that have been winning cheer competitions. And this is not like your side-of-the-line basketball cheerleading. This is like hardcore, tumbling, gymnastics, formational cheerleading. Like, if you're familiar with the movie, bring it on. Are you familiar with that? You should be familiar with this. If you haven't... Why why would you think I would be familiar with that? You need to watch this movie. I think
1: I have seen it (laughs) it at some It is one of the best
0: movies of the knots. I don't know why you haven't watched it or why this isn't in your memory banks, but uh, it is that kind of cheerleading where it is a little bit more serious. There's tumbling involved. There's choreography involved. um, There's dedication involved. And this team... Is the best of the best, and you kind of see a peek behind the curtains on why it is the best of the best. Mm. Um,
1: Yes, I've heard that it's like, it's surprising because the average person, i.e., me, never really thought about this kind of beyond the sidelines of some kind of American sports games. mm -hmm. But actually, this is, oh crap, this is like a whole physical sport unto itself, right? With its own dangers and craziness. But the thing is, like, it's incredibly dangerous. But there's there's no NBA for this. There's not exactly. like you're going to get world fame and fortune and get to retire on a nice pile of cash when you're 35. It's true. There is really no this much. Is it. There's nothing like. Why would you do this?
0: Yeah, it's <laughs> other than for, love. This, but yeah, yeah, it is for the love for it, and it is for. I mean, if you can, you can generally consider this of, I guess, any sport, right? Like. But the benefit of the, all the other sports, if they get popular enough, you know, you can go into like the pro level for it. But having said that, there are tons of other sports that there are no pro level for where people are completely dedicated to it, right? And so this mm-hmm. kind of shines a light in that aspect as well. It's like, why do these people continue to do it? Right. Um, and I think there's a lot to be said about sort of being the best at that thing that drives people. So I found that to be An experience I will
1: never know. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this, is, has been, this has been on my short list of things to watch. So
0: yeah, this
1: is another encouragement. So maybe
0: I should do that. It's a good like six episodes only, one hour, although one hour. But like, yeah, it's a nice short mini season. Edwin, do you have a thing of the week?
1: I have two things of the week because I can and this yeah. is our show.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you make the rules. CGP Grey, are you
1: familiar with this YouTube creator? Yes. Yes. Uh, if you are not, he's, he does a, essentially does a bunch of educational uh, animated... YouTube videos, um, you probably have seen one if you've been around YouTube for a little while. Um, I'm trying to think of some of the more popular ones and ones in the past. Sort of like, what's the difference between the city of London and London? Mm. Uh, kind of explaining the history of the royal family. What's the difference between the Netherlands and Holland? Hasn't he done one on fracking as well? Oh, I don't think there's been a fracking one. Mm. But uh, anyway, he kind of does a whole bunch of videos which I enjoy quite a lot uh recently i think last week he released one on tumbleweed oh which is actually a real thing yes it's actually there is a plant called well it is a single plant i thought it was just like detritus that just ended up in a ball <laughs> <laughs> you know i never actually thought oh no this only is. shown
0: in like cartoons and movies to <laughs> to show the desolation of a place right
1: right which is kind of one of the reasons which is something he talks about in my thing of the week and yeah. that is he has started doing for uh, Patreon supporters a sort of director's commentary mm. about how the video is made. And you know these things, it's often the how stuff was made is... A lot more interesting. Is a lot more interesting. Well, yeah. even more interesting, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I think for five bucks a month, you can go and then I think he's going to do this from now on for uh, videos in future. But it's very humbling to realize just how much work goes in to like an eight-minute animated um youtube video oh i'm sure like it's I, yeah even for me or even me who's like <laughs> i kind of think i would know but it's a heck of a lot um so yeah uh if you don't want to spend money go check out the tumbleweed video very interesting as he says in the director's commentary he was kind of drawn to this subject because he realized that like half the population intimately know tumbleweed and it's a real effing pain in the ass right and the other half of like america goes is that a real is that thing? Real? Is that, is that a, I thought I just kind of saw it in a movie once. I thought, I thought it was just like a kind of just like desert trash. Right. It's just got rolled up into a ball. Um, but yeah, they show some videos of tumbleweeds attack. Right. And it's
0: bananas. It's crazy. And like, they're thorny. I didn't know. They are idea. thorny. They're, they're thorny hard to little get rid of. Bastards. And they're huge. <laughs> right. Especially when they all collect up and they, they can all gather up in your house without any reason. It's <laughs> just awful. Just because of the wind. Right. Essentially, the Tumbleweed 101,
1: instead of it being like uh, a delightful flower who pollinates through bees, they just pollinate—well, there is no pollination. They basically continue their survival by tumbling. essentially dying, getting light enough to be taken away by the breeze, and then they scatter their seeds everywhere, and thus the cycle continues. So that's how they actually like could uh, re- regenerate, <laughs> is just by— through the, tumbling, the afterlife through the <laughs> yeah. Tumbling. yeah the tumbling is like their um is how they survive anyway it's fascinating uh but for an extra five bucks a month yes you get these with behind the scenes director's commentaries which uh, i enjoy very much
0: it's very cool um i'll look forward to uh watching the video on tumbleweeds it's very good he does make good videos
1: my second thing of the week is more of a conceptual thing that i'm sort of Trying to work out mm. um,
0: are you going to call it wisps
1: mm, no no i'm not i <laughs> never want to hear that word again uh but sam if you're writing someone a slack message where do you write that
0: mm. where do you type the words i mean i guess it depends on how serious i am about writing this mm-hmm. yeah well thankfully on slack now when you type it keeps it in uh, a draft type mm, oh,
1: that's true yes right. Yeah.
0: but if you're writing an email where would you write that I'd write it in the email if so a text message where would you write that text message oh because you don't want to show the dot dot dots <laughs> you don't want <laughs> to show not, them no
1: in fact it's well okay so there's an app called drafts mm. which um, kind of has this very interesting idea of like the medium for how you're sending your message is kind of irrelevant what's the idea of drafts is like, this is where text starts. So if you're writing anything, you start writing it in drafts. Mm. Uh, and then from drafts, like drafts is like iOS and a macOS app. It's sort of tightly integrated. And so you can then share to messages or share to Slack. Like, I know I've had this experience. Like sometimes I'm writing something and I'm like, oh, hang on this Slack. Oh, I should be been an email. Mm. And so I'm like, oh, well, I have to paste this and move it over. Um, and then there's also, oh, wait, I sent this person this thing. Was it an email? Was it a Slack? Was it a iMessage? Um, so yeah, I've kind of been liking this idea of you just start your messages in a single place. So I haven't actually got involved in the drafts ecosystem yet. I see, but I've got, um, there's like a Markdown text editor kind of, uh, on Mac OS. What and would- now that's where any kind of writing would start. Oh, and then I've, I've seen that in Dropbox. So I've got like a record of stuff like that, but I found that kind of interesting, like, uh, mental trick I think Mm -hmm. just to like remove what I'm going to send the message as or what I'm going to send this text as and actually then focus on just writing the content rather than predetermining
0: how it's going to be sent I I think that's sort of
1: separation of transport and delivery versus content I think it's interesting idea
0: yeah and I think that could make for more thoughtful messages as well in general also true yes you're not just Cranking them out. You're not just, <laughs> you know, pooping them out right. with, you know, presumed context of what's happening before and after mm. that message, yeah, right? So maybe it could be a little bit more thoughtful.
1: And there's also, you can like start the note on your phone mm. and then it syncs. I mean, I think, you know, Slack and email and Gmail have kind of gotten a little better at syncing across the devices, but I still kind of like this idea that you can like just start a note somewhere Right. or what it's going to be like always oh, going to be done in drafts, and then that's available anywhere, you can finish writing it later or something
0: like that. Gotcha. I don't know,
1: I just quite like this idea of you just yeah start text in the same place, regardless guess, of where it's going to end up.
0: Right, I guess the superpower for this is that it can transfer whatever you're writing easily to all the mentioned forms of communication. Yeah, so you can do the share sheets. Whereas with any other text app, like even Notion or IA Writer, which is what I use on the iPhone, you have to like select, copy, and then yeah. paste it onto. Which this is kind of what thing.
1: I'm doing at the moment, just, right. just trying this idea out. Mm. Um, so yeah, I've got something similar to Ia Writer, where it's like everything, I write everything in there, uh, and then move that to the delivery mechanism of choice. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so that's a slightly
0: cerebral thing of the week. Oh, but, interesting.
1: Um, i maybe report back in a few weeks. See how it's going. Yeah.
0: yeah. The the only thing that I have with that is that I kind of do this with Twitter. <laughs> Right, like I think, oh, this is going to be funny. And I write, and I'm like, no, this is not funny. This serves no one except for myself. I'm not going to put that into Twitter because Twitter is not a place like this. I refuse. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe that's Twitter is not for selfish people.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've also done that as well. Like, where I'm just like, writing, I'm like, oh, this is clumsy, it makes no sense. Right, I'll oh, forget it. Or, you know, it just kind of gives you that breathing space to really assess
0: what it is you want to say. Uh, which I think more people can do. <laughs> which could benefit a lot of people, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay cool uh, let me know how it goes I'm interested So, Sam what are we playing for the next seven days remind me Sticky Terms by
1: Philip Stolenmeyer. I look forward to uh, explaining that name next week it's very sticky okay well hopefully there'll <laughs> be more explanation than that
0: join us in seven days as we play Sticky Terms if you have any gaming suggestions tweet us at seven days to play seven days to play seven days to play